Before we start, SB Travel acknowledges the traditional owners on all the lands on which we visit and recognises their living culture and continuous connection to country. G'day road trippers and welcome to another round of Are We There Yet? podcast with me, Keith. And me, Sarah. We're travelling around Australia in our van. When we get to places, we have so much fun. But in between, like right now, we are bored. I mean, seriously, are we there yet? Hey, Sarah. Yes? You know what we could play to pass the time? Ooh, are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? I certainly am. It's time to play the Are We There Yet? Quiz Show Extravaganza. The game show brought to you by the Holiday Boredom Busters SB Travel. Designed to fast forward the boring bits between here and amazing. The rules are simple. Wheels spin the giant wheel of awesomeness to decide the game category. The wheel has lots of strange and fun games to play, especially catered for families to play along. We will read out your questions. And then you guys... Hey, I'm talking to you. You guys in the vehicle, right now. Yeah, no, Keith. Our friends might be listening to us at home, or in the classroom, or while painting the nails on a llama. Hmm. What colour will the llama nails be? Well, each toe will be different colour, but they're all glittery. Well, wherever you are, you can play along with us. We'll give everyone 10 seconds thinking music after each question, and then we will... Paint your toenails! How on earth would you get around to all the listeners to actually do that? Mm, Good point. All right, well, I guess we'll just tell everyone the answers then. Players can be super prepared by downloading our quiz sheet from spytravel.com.au. Using a highly powered supercomputer would work well too. So let's get ready to play. Are we there yet? In the car out on the road, when will we get there? No one knows. Are we there yet? There's still a way to go. In the plane up in the sky, your pony train is chugging by. Are we there yet? It's still going to be a little while. While we're getting on the way, let's play a game to make our day. Are we there yet? That's okay. Now, before we spin the wheel, remember, one point per question that you get right. That's right. It is one point per right answer. Or two points for the first person to call out, stay still, when I beep our fan's horn, which today sounds like this. You know, I don't think that llama wants his nails painted. The llama does not know what it wants. It is a very difficult client. Now, kids, remember... You need to keep score for us in this game show because, well, we're not in the car with you. That's right, Keith. We are not in your car at all or in your house. I'm not cleaning out your microwave. So we're relying on you kids to be our eyes and ears out there. But that is enough of that chitter-chatter. Let's spin the giant wheel of awesomeness. I wonder what the first set of questions is going to be for the folks out there. Could it be on pets or will it be on books or maybe even functional annotation of genomes? And our first category is best friends. Question number one. In the comic strip Peanuts, as well as in the cartoons of the same name, there is a dog called Snoopy. His best friend is a little bird. What is that bird's name? Oh, we are starting with a tricky one today.
Snoopy's best friend is a bird called Woodstock. Question two, another old school cartoon. Who is Fred Flintstone's best friend? Well, kids even know who Fred Flintstone is. Is that actually, like, is the Flintstone streaming anywhere? I have no idea. Fred Flintstone's best friend is Barney Rubble. You know, you raise an interesting point, Sarah. Back when I used to watch Flintstones, it was in the Before School Cartoon Network or on Agro. Or... It was on every single day. Yeah. So yeah. what do kids do now? Do they just put on their oh, favourite episode of Netflix or whatever? Probably. Mm. Maybe the, the... Yeah, we, see, we didn't have a choice. Yeah, that's right, because we didn't have a choice. It was You had to watch the Flintstones if you wanted to watch something before school. Question number three. There is a little boy called Calvin in a famous comic strip who has a tiger as his best friend. What is his tiger's name? One of the most beautiful comics ever. Calvin's best friend is Hobbs. For the parents out there, I highly recommend getting your kids reading this if they don't already. Question number four. In The Lion King, who was Pumbaa's best friend? Pumbaa's best friend is a meerkat called Timone. Stay still! That llama is quite demandy. I wonder if he has a best friend. Yeah, I don't know. But he has a lovely set of painted nails. And now some of our listener friends have an extra two points. Thanks to that llama. Question number five in our best friends round. The cartoon Adventure Time stars a boy called Finn and his magical best friend dog. What is the dog's name? Adventure time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll go to very distant lands. We'll take the dog and then we'll the dog. We'll never end. It's adventure time. Adventure time is such a strange show. Far more strange than the Flintstones. Finn's best friend is called Jake. Keith, you are most definitely my best friend. Super fun to travel around with. Can you spin the wheel for another category, please? Sure can, best friend. And the next category is... Heroes. Ripper. That's going to be fun. Question number one. This hero was created almost 2,000 years ago in ancient Greece. You will also find various movies and even a Disney adaptation of this hero. This hero is famous for being incredibly strong and fought a giant nine-headed sea monster called a Hydra. What was the name of this hero? Keith was describing Hercules. I really love how we are still telling stories that are thousands of years old. There's just something really delightful about it. Question two. What movie and series stars the hero Poe, a panda with some great kung fu skills? Question number three. 
idea how hard it is to write these questions because most of the names are in the title of the series. Even this one, Keith just pretty much read out the title. Poe is a hero in the movie and series called Kung Fu Panda. Question number three. And this next question illustrates your point perfectly. In the wonderful book, movie and musical, Matilda, we have a hero called, well, Matilda. What was her last name? Matilda's last name is Wormwood. Question number four, and this is another great example. In a very popular book series, two boys named George and Harold make their own comic book with a very distinctive superhero. Their superhero accidentally becomes real after the boys hypnotise their principal, Mr. Krupp. What is the name of the superhero the boys create? George and Harold appear in a book series called Captain Underpants and they create a superhero called Captain Underpants. Last question in our Heroes Round. (laughs) Stay still! Sorry, 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 that was my bad. The llama got out then. But two bonus points and his nails are really looking great. Let's try again. Finish this quote. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's... Superman! Keith, I've always wondered why Superman even bothered with his alter ego. Like, why not just make his living superheroing? I suppose... sense. I suppose if you're an invincible alien, there's probably not as much reason if you were like somebody else who had to hide their identity like Spider-Man because he didn't want all his family to get threatened. I don't know the backstory of Spider-Man. Maybe you shouldn't be commenting on superheroes you don't know the backstory of. (laughs) Fair enough. Maybe there's unknown things that are driving their decisions that you're just not privy to. It's just like, why? Why be just this boring reporter when you can just fly around and lift up stuff but it's you not even worth it okay. to me to start right. to explain it to All you. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sarah, should we tell our listeners how they can be our own personal superheroes? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so lame. But we do need your help. We'd like to get in the cars, houses and schools of kids all around Australia. Well, not in. We've said many times that we're not actually going to hide in people's cars or houses. Fine, fine, fine. In their ears. No, I don't want to go in people's ears. (laughs) No. Next time anyone gets a moment, we would love for you to rate our podcast, subscribe, or even share an episode on one of your socials. That will make a world of difference and help us share the joy of the wheel of awesomeness. Speaking of which, can you please spin the wheel? And our next category is... Who said that? Now for this one, I'm going to read out a quote and you need to tell me either who said the quote or where the quote was said. Easy peasy. Quote number one. You're mad, bonkers, completely off your head. 
but I'll tell you a secret, all the best people are. That is a quote that I love to live by. That was said by the Cheshire Cat in the book Alice in Wonderland. Quote number two. Are you insane? Of course I want to leave the Dursleys. Have you got a house? When can I move in? That quote was said by Harry Potter and he was talking to Sirius Black. That was literally the worst ever Harry Potter I impersonation. I noticed how I did not comic comment <laughs> on it at all. <laughs> Quote number three. It's got a bowling alley, see-through swimming pool, a tank full of man-eating sharks, binds you can swim on, a games room, a secret underground laboratory, a lemonade fountain, a vegetable vaporizer, and a marshmallow machine that follows you around automatically shoots marshmallows into your mouth whenever you are hungry. Griffiths describing his 13th story treehouse, which he and Terry Denton live in. It sounds so cool. Quote number four. If there's one thing I learnt from Roderick, it's to set people's expectations real low, so you end up surprising them by practically doing nothing at all. That quote was said by Greg Huffley from the series Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Last. <coughs> Hold, Hold still. A sneaky two bonus points there for whoever called out. Say still. I think we said hold still. We did say Do hold still. Do we still get the points? Oh, I think so. The premise is the same. We're going to be very liberal with our point giving out. So as long as you said the word still and something that told people to be it. (laughs) (laughs) It is taking a remarkably long time to just paint eight toes. Well, llama toes are quite big, Keith. And the llama's very fussy with the colour. I could also picture a llama being quite squirmy. That's why we keep telling it to hold still or stay still or some variant of that. What? What's... Do the kids say these days for da? For what? Duh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> be rude. <laughs> Read the question. Alrighty then. Last quote coming your way. Where would you find this quote? But who is the creature with the terrible claws, the terrible teeth in his terrible jaws? He has knobbly knees and turned out toes and a poisonous wart at the end of his nose. His eyes are orange. His tongue is black. He has purple prickles all over his back. I loved reading this book out to my kids. It brings back memories. You read that quite well. This quote was said by a mouse describing the terrible beast called a gruffalo. A gruffalo does sound terrifying. Spin the wheel again, please. 
And the next category is character species. Character species. Yes. Character species. I'm going to give the name of a character and all you have to do is tell me what species that character is. Is it a dog? Is it a person? Is it a one-eyed, one-horned, giant purple people leader? Ooh, oddly specific. And now I have that song stuck in my head. All right, throw me character number one, please. This one comes from a galaxy far, far away. What kind of alien is Chewbacca? Chewbacca is a Wookiee. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Do you know one of our friends' dogs look like Wookiee? Although its name's Iggy, not not Chewbacca or Wookiee. But I bet he jumps higher. He does. He's so jumpy. He's that very jumpy. Some... Character number two. Doctor Who. Okay, without getting into too many arguments with dedicated Doctor Who fans, according to lore, Doctor Who is a Time Lord, which is a human-looking alien race. And that was a really tricksy question. So the species is Time Lord? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try this one on for size. What species is Scooby-Doo? I'm really surprised you did not do an impression. Scooby-Doo! That's better. Scooby Dooby Doo is a dog, and an extra point for anyone who also answered Great Dane. I don't think I'm going to take any more criticisms of your impersonations. I didn't do any impersonations. There was no. I did not even try the impersonation. Character number four. What species is Dobby? Dobby from the series Harry Potter is a house elf. And our last character. What species is Blinky Bill? Blinky Bill is a very cheeky koala. I really like that category, Keith. You know, next time this round comes up, I'm going to make sure we ask about Falcor in Never Ending Story because Spoiler that is alert. a super hard one. Spoiler alert! And our next category is... Badly Described Movies. <laughs> we love our Badly Described Categories. It's one of the things that we do best. That is such a weird flex, Sarah. For our newer listeners, what we're going to do is simply describe the plot or the story of a movie. Whoever guesses what movie we're describing gets those points. Of course, with these descriptions coming out of the weird, strange, and sometimes terrifying brain of Sarah, we will be describing these movies very, very badly. Um, thank you, I think? Movie number one. 
What movie or movie series is basically about a mistreated, malnourished teenage boy with unmanageable hair trying his hardest to hurt a nasty, pasty, noseless man? The description noseless man may have given it away there. Keith just described Harry Potter in a nutshell. I reckon you have made a lot of Harry Potter fans quite cross this episode. It's pretty, like, it's pretty accurate description, though. How is it not? That That's the entire storyline. Hmm. Movie number two. Teenage girl completely changes the climate of a whole area when she's upset. Keith was badly describing the movie Frozen. Movie number three, Talking Uncooked Bacon. (gasps) Keith, you can't say that. It perfectly badly describes that movie though. The rules are badly described movies and Talking Bacon is as badly described as you can get. so sorry everybody talking bacon badly describes the movie babe all right let me see if this one is a little bit nicer young man gets help from his pet rat to cook in the most unhygienic restaurant ever that is the plot of the movie ratatouille I do not wish to eat in that restaurant, Keith. I better not tell you what I do to help me cook at home then either. Only joking. I don't have any manipulative rodents, just a lot of natural talent. (laughs) And for our last movie, a meerkat and a pig help a prince win back his kingdom. bit of a tricky one. I wonder if it would have helped people if you'd said that the prince was a lion. That was the plot of The Lion King. I really love the badly described categories. I really love playing quizzes while travelling, especially as I can see our destination just up ahead. It really makes time fly. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Join us again for another episode of Are We There Yet? Coming out soon. Do you know what else is coming out pretty soon? I hope you are talking about SB Travel. Oh, I am. It has been a long journey, but the finish line is in sight and the first destinations will be released soon. I'm working really closely with traditional owners to build some beautiful Aboriginal content as well. You should take a step back and explain to the newer listeners what SB Travel is actually about. That is an excellent point, Keith. SBI Travel will be the best boredom-busting digital platform in all of Australia. SBI will build meaningful connections between kids and our wonderful Australian destinations, all in a fun, interactive way. Kids will learn how to recognise local birds and wildlife, learn the geographical and the human history of an area, and find out all about what makes your holiday destination special. They'll even create their own scrapbook to show family and friends during the trip. 
Kids will jump out of the car and start pointing out great features of your destination. So the kids will become the tour guides. That is the plan. Espy will help your family have a more connected and engaged family holiday that your kids will remember and talk about for years to come. Parents, launch date is coming. Find out what destinations will be first released at Espy Travel. That's espytravel.com.au. Also, you can follow us on Facebook to find out all things platform and podcast. Until next time. Oh, yeah.